The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or state planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk, and it is in everyone's best interest to consult a legal, tax, or investment professional. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of, and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Life Stages Advisory is not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Life Stages Advisory, Dean or Remington, or any guest we have are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to episode 97 of WTF, Wealth Tax and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, Certified Public Accountant, Personal Financial Specialist. The boys are back in oh, yeah. the boys. studio. Boys. I'm really far away from the mic. Yeah. Dean's <laughs> down the hall yelling. Yeah, he's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh this is our sixth in our sixth series of our short, quickie, lightning round, whatever. And we're going to talk about taxes and insurance today. But tell your friends to listen to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and Apple. And make sure they subscribe. And you do too. John. To the YouTube. What if one of these uh, lovely little listeners here wants a little, little bit of extra spending money? Hmm. Yeah, a little, we're, a we're, in the, we're in the holiday season. You know, this yeah. one, this one's going to be coming out probably after the holiday season. But yeah, you need an extra you fifty need, bucks. You need to be recouped. Yeah, for all that stuff you bought for your mother. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. That you so if, buy. if we we want to pick out three people that are in need or could utilize 50 bucks. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. This is how you do that. You will send your name and address to jcindia at lifestagesadvisory.com and three things. That's all you need. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, the way you said it, you said you will send. Yes, you, you will. Yes, I'm, I'm will. hypnotizing everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's how we're gonna get a lot of listeners. We're gonna hypnotize everybody. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they have no choice. Listen, uh, tell your friends. Okay, where I was. Let me see. Three different things. I want to know first of all if you have not heard a subject you are interested in during any of our episodes that you've listened to. Give us what that is, and if it's part of the winning top three we will have that on our 100th episode so that's the one thing the other thing is why do you tune into us and why do you listen to us what is what is your motive for listening are we that what's good? your why what is your why yes and the last thing is i want to know what is the best piece of information you have derived on any of our episodes that was able to help you you put those three in an email, you get it to me, and the three of us will go over that, and those three top people will have, just using your first name, we'll give you a little bit of credit, uh, we'll have your name and basically where you're at if you're in Zimbabwe John Cindia, Iceland. Something address, <laughs> uh, uh, social security number 498-128-4242. Just so we can let people know what our reach is. And uh, we will issue you a $50 gift certificate. Like I say, the top three people. So without further ado, taxes and insurance. There again, what when we talk about taxes, you have uh, 
several different types of taxes, but we just want to talk about ordinary and capital gains taxes. Ordinary taxes are what you normally have when you file your tax return. And they could be anywhere from 0% to as high as 37. New administration wants to put that back up to 39.6, uh, do away with some, um, some other uh, items that you were able to uh, itemize with before and which would actually increase some of the tax rates. Um, capital gains rates are usually on your investments. If you hold it for longer than a year, then you can get uh, preferred rates at the top rate of 15, possibly 20%. If it goes higher than that, uh, there may be a 3.8% uh, Medicare supplement that goes on to that, but normally you're over 400,000 in income. And um, those are the things that would um, be able to uh, tax you at a rate less than 37 or 39 and a half percent. Now we also have people that uh, if they don't have a lot of other income, might have 30, 40, 50,000 if they're in a, a joint type of return and they have capital gains taxes, it's possible we could get them to pay absolutely no taxes whatsoever. So uh, you need someone like me, a good uh, CPA, and uh, that knows the investment side of this uh, to help you out and uh, look at it from a standpoint because we try to get all of our uh, people uh, invested properly and then also invested so that we take advantage of where their investments are so that we can um, lower the tax uh, burden if they have one at all or make sure that they don't pay taxes on things that they um, would have ordinary income on and maybe go into a qualified type plan or something. So uh, that's the tax portion. The insurance side, um, there's about seven main types of insurance and uh, you've, you've got health insurance, you have your homeowners or your renters insurance, uh, auto life, disability, long-term care, and uh, there's what they call an umbrella policy. And um, the umbrella policy to me is, uh, is pretty important on an individual basis because usually when you get uh, quotes for uh, homeowners and um, uh, for your uh, automobile or your, your um, uh, vehicles or your trucks, they give you a discount for what they call multi-policy. So you have a homeowner's as a policy, you got three cars, each one of those is a policy. And a lot of them leave out, um, the statistic was showing me, that was I, I was taken back by it, but uh, less than 19% of people have a, um, an umbrella policy. Hmm. And the umbrella policy starts at a million dollars and it will be added on to whatever your liability coverage is on your homeowners and your car. So normally you try to match them up, but you usually have a lot of people only have like 300 to 500,000 for their home or their auto. It's usually a 250, 500 for their autos and maybe a 500,000 liability on their home. You uh, put in an umbrella policy, it adds a million dollars to that. So if you have a decent net worth, uh, you wanna make sure that you've got an umbrella policy. Uh, they usually could, uh, for a million bucks, uh, $200, $250. And then it's not, it's not a, a doubling of that as you go up. It becomes extremely cheap to add another million or so. Whereas your first million might be 200 bucks, the second million might be another 75, the third million might be only 50. So you could have 300 uh, or say $3 million umbrella for about 350 to maybe 400 bucks. So um, if someone has a decent high net worth, uh, get a five to $10 million umbrella on that uh, because you don't know, you know, if you get into a car wreck or you have somebody that uh, 
um, you know, gets hurt on your property or anything like that, you want to make sure that, you know, you've got yourself covered, that they can't uh, tap into your, you know, your hard-earned savings or your investments or anything like that. So you definitely want to have that, uh, that in there. Um, the health insurance uh, is something uh, that has been uh, rough to deal with over the last three to four years with all the changes and everything. It's probably only going to get worse. Uh, so you need to make sure that you're up on that and you get those uh, quoted. I would have those on your health insurance quoted every year if you could. Just maintain it and see if there's uh, any other benefit into that. You go with a higher deductible. Uh, the premiums will go down lower. Um, and anytime you have a deductible, whether it's on your health insurance, if it's on your uh, home or autos, anything like that, um, you have a, a deductible. The higher that is, the lower your premium. So um, it, it's um, it's nothing to have. Uh, if you've got a, a, that emergency savings account that I talked about, you know, you might want to think about going to a thousand or fifteen hundred dollar deductible on on some automobiles and cars and that. Or if anything happens to the house, uh, usually a thirty or a thousand dollar deductible on like uh, for hail damage or something like that. Um, life insurance, uh, younger, which you, no one ever seems to really think about it when they're young about life insurance, but having it as a utility, as we talked before about cash value policies, it's a perfect time. You can get the biggest bang for your buck and put money away and, and uh, utilize that uh, for yourself uh, as to becoming your own bank. Uh, disability insurance, um, chances are, you know, 50% of the people at some point in time are going to have some type of a disability, if it's long-term or short-term. Um, that's what the difference is going to be. Um, you want to protect your family and your income. You definitely want to do that. Um, so disability insurance and also long-term care for people, probably consider that once you're 50, 55 years old, you want to start looking at the possibility of having some type of long-term care coverage. Uh, it's only getting more expensive, and I'm sure everybody here has been impacted by someone uh, in the family or some family friend that has uh, has had to deal with that. And it, it's not fun, and uh, it becomes expensive uh, very quickly. So those are the main things that you want to look for. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, six-episode uh, quickie that we were talking about and everything. Do you guys have anything to add about the tax so insurance side? you mentioned umbrella policies. I've really only ever heard those like a negative connotation like mm -hmm. if there's like a big lawsuit against a company mm -hmm. the people involved have their umbrella to fall back on mm -hmm. but i don't know the way you were describing it, it doesn't sound like it's that bad of a thing it's just like the only time i've ever really heard those mentioned is like when somebody gets into a bunch of trouble and they're getting sued out the like just crazy and they still have that to kind of fall back on. Well, you know, the fact is that if, if you get into, um, you can have it just as simple as a car wreck. Yeah. Um, with the uh, ice on the roads here in the last couple of weeks, uh, there was one that had like eight or 10 cars in it. Hmm. And somebody went left to center, hit an ice patch, went across, hit four cars, came back and hit two more. And, um, you know, the I don't know what type of injuries there were, it didn't impact six or eight cars, and uh, I mean they were they were all totaled. And, and that one uh, person would be responsible if if they turned around and had something like that happen, and they had a three hundred thousand 
you know, liability limit. Um, say a couple of people got killed. Oh, yeah. And uh, a couple of them got hospitalized for a while, okay? And you've got that. You don't have a, a an umbrella policy. You're at 300000 bucks. The rest of that's going to be coming out of your pocket. You're going to get sued. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to have someone that's going to help fight you, and that's not going to be there. You get an umbrella policy, a um, million dollars may not have helped in that situation. Um, you know, two or three million. I mean, you hit one Mercedes with a car full of people. Um, you got a $100,000 car right there, plus the injuries that are in there and oh, the medical yeah. and everything else. Um, it's real easy. And uh, if, if you've got any, um, any type of value or uh, savings or investments or anything you want to protect, it's, it's cheap insurance. And there again, most insurance is for catastrophic coverage anyway. Hmm. So, um, you know, if you've got, you know, if you're worth 50 million bucks and you buy a half a million dollar house, you don't want insurance. Hey, that's, it's a drop in a bucket. That's, that's up to you. You pay cash for the house. The only time you need insurance, like, uh, like for cars or anything else, um, is, you know, if you have a loan, the loan is usually the reason you have to have the insurance to cover, uh, to pay for that, uh, pay that off in case there's uh, something happens. If you pay cash for a car, you don't necessarily need that insurance. You might have to have liability mm. or you got the state minimums, which are stupidly low, you know, and uh, if you're going around with almost no insurance, then you're forcing other people to take uninsured motorists to make sure that they're covering for you because, you know, you're such a loser, you don't carry anything. Mm. So, um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of reasons for that, but uh, what you want to do is make sure that you yourself are insured, and it's always because of catastrophic situations. But uh, yeah, I don't see anything but a positive for a couple for a couple hundred dollars a year to get a oh, yeah. uh, uh, an umbrella policy. But I was surprised to hear that you know way less than twenty percent of the people have that, which is just crazy. Um, and you know, when I was doing property and casually. Uh, there was a lot of people that had never heard of it. Mm. Uh, they were with an insurance agent for 40 years on this one case. I got them then as, as clients, uh, had no idea. They had 300,000, um, 100, 300 on their cars, 300,000 on the house, and they were worth a million and a half dollars. So we ended up with a, a $2 million umbrella on top of that. Mm. Um, and I think it cost them like 300 bucks, you know? Oh. Yeah, so, like I said, I'd only ever heard it with like that negative connotation, mm -hmm. but like with what you've been saying, it's, honestly, it doesn't seem like it's that bad of a thing. Mm -mm. No, if you've got any type of, uh, there again, net worth, like we discussed in the previous uh, episode, if you've got any type of a net worth, you want to protect that. Oh, yeah. And for 250 bucks to protect a, a million dollars of my money, you bet that's going to happen. You oh, know? yeah. So, but yeah, I've covered that and I, I've had an umbrella for 40 years. Like you know, for that stuff. So yeah, you need it when it rains. Yeah, and you just you don't you don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen. Okay, he's getting real deep here on the podcast. No, I will say, um, you know, we've gone over uh, almost five minutes now. Uh, oh, our estimated time. Um, but what <laughs> I will fast. say is, um, call around. You know, it doesn't hurt to get some quotes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're if you're looking at insurance. You think that what you're paying is too high? Call around. I oh, mean, yeah. There's hundreds of insurance companies, and um, that all do you know specialize in different types of things. And and on the flip side of that is you can increase you know your insurance and 
for sometimes a little bit cheaper than you think. Mm -hmm. I think some people are like, well, if I want that $0 comprehensive deductible on my car, it's going to be another $100 a month. That's not typically the Mm -hmm. case. So you can always increase some things and, and make some changes and 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 have a little bit better insurance maybe if you have a nicer car or maybe you're you're making a little bit more money now it never mm-hmm. hurts to kind of up the insurance a tiny bit well and i think you need to look at all insurance coverages um you know once you have like your life insurance and 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 things like that uh, that might be a little bit different you don't want to switch that all the time because it takes time for that to build up on a cash basis but when you're looking at you know a uh, home car uh health um Mm, maybe on some disability insurance, uh, but the older you get, the more it's going to be. So if you set it, it usually stays there for a long time uh, until it, uh, you know, it starts to go up after a while. But when you start looking at that, um, you know, to keep your current agent honest, you want to probably every three years would be a good time uh, to have that. And it doesn't mean you have to switch, but it, it will at least keep them honest uh, because uh, it's surprising if you go with a, uh, you know, what they call um, a captive agent. They only sell their own insurance. Okay, I'm not going to name any names, but you're going to see them on TV all the time. Uh, the independents are the other ones that, uh, you know, they they have to keep you and maintain you as a as a client or a customer. And people that say, oh, I've been with this company for 45 years or 30 years. That's not necessarily a good thing. You know, you need to um, go out there and see what you can do because it's not unusual to cut your premium and, you know, increase your coverage. That's pretty easy to do. And um, I'm having mine shopped right now. It's been probably three or four years, five years since I've looked at mine. Um, but they've paid out. Um, I have no problem with any claim. It's it's come down and they've been real good to me. Now, that's fine, but at what price? You yeah, know? is that worth the massive yeah. premiums you might be paying versus exactly. going elsewhere and maybe saving 10, 20% exactly. versus and, what you're paying now? And, and you want to make sure that, you know, they, they're there for the claims. You know, we've had some clients that uh, have been with one of these, um, um, you know, captive agents for years, and they had some issues in Florida when the hurricane hit. They were in the lawsuit for three and a half years. They didn't come out anywhere near that. And then the company ends up pulling out. Um, that was a, an extreme case because of the hurricane. But still, there's other ones that are t- sitting there just writing out a check and saying, hey, here, you know, you need the money. Take this right now and then we'll settle the rest later. They fought him on every damn thing that he had. So um, it's just one of those things that, you know, uh, again, do your homework, do your due dil- diligence and everything. And uh if you make a change, just make sure that uh, it's the best one you can make at the time. So anyway, I hope you like this. Uh, we're going to be looking for those uh, envelopes, envelopes of, uh, well, not the envelopes this time, but the uh, emails, I mean. Oh, they uh, kind of for your envelopes. emails. You could probably digital send it. Yeah. You could send it to us or whatever. Yes, <laughs> the digital envelope. Uh, send those emails in, and we are going to look at all the um all the submissions and hope that you're one of the three for that 100th episode. So until next time, uh, talk to you later.